Hello and welcome to the Life Laundry podcast. I am. <laughs> Is that your betwixtmas voice? Yeah, that's my uh, late night radio phone in. It sounds like. Not that kind of phone in. Kind of phone in. You know, you know, like paying this. off the house with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're both huddled next to our fires. I feel like a Dickensian. I've got a scarf um, on. Chippy bought me some like wrist cashmere, yeah. wrist warmers. Gorgeous. Um, when I first moved into my rattly old house. I think we moved in March and I think in October I was just like I can't sit at my desk and freeze anymore so I got some of those and they are good because you can type um also I got them for my friend Marie for her birthday last year because she plays the violin um she's in Northern Ireland and she plays the violin in church all the time and it's bloody freezing yeah um whistles on the atlantic yeah it does so i hope everyone had a good christmas i'm just putting another lug on the fire i've got a gas fire because i'm in landon yeah i would not have expected that from you we're not allowed wood fires aren't you in london no why because if i think well i think some i think it's partly pollution but it is also partly because if one house goes, we're all going. It's really, it's because it's so crowded, it's really hard to stop a fire. But also, um, I think it is pollution. But either way, it's freaking annoying because I don't know how, I don't trust it. I grew up with normal fires. I don't trust this shenanigans, but it's bloody freezing. So I'm going for it. Um, I hope everyone had a good Christmas. Did, Gemma had an unfestive Christmas. I think it's really hard moving. I didn't enjoy Christmas at this year. In fact, I swore on Boxing Day, thank bleep, that's over. Which makes me feel sad. I we were talking about this beforehand, and I uh, uh, this is my favourite time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the because it's all Christmassy and festive. Um me just stop i need to get some more because we're about to smoke the house out so i just put a very moist bit of wood on moist just give me damp yeah i'm surprised you don't have someone to do that for you (laughs) (laughs) where's where's mike oh he's building his Uh, office well he's building so the other he he announced about um after i've had a couple of babies on christmas morning that he's decided that he's going to build a shoffice and a workshop. Nice. Hmm. So, yeah, so he's implemented the building project already. And as I um, went to take the dog a walk today, there was no building. And, and then as I came back from the dog walk, it was already half erected. He's a quick. <laughs> Um, how is Milo? Oh, I got a video of him licking mm. dog. I thought, I'm glad you said dog there. <laughs> thought we've all seen those videos of cats and they're licking Gemma. Don't um, think you need another one. But licking the dog, how's Eddie dealing with that? Um, he was a bit 
perturbed. Um, so the cat was licking the dog's back. Yeah. Um, in the same direction as the fur, which I think is important. Well, I was wondering, I was going to say, is it Loki spends quite a lot of time in the dishwasher um, doing the pre-clean and that can make for messy fur. So I was wondering if Milo had cottoned on to Eddie, maybe having been basted in something. No, no. But so, and, and Eddie's just looking at me like shaking like this. <laughs> I don't want to move. Um, I'm just... <laughs> I had to referee it. And then when I thought the dog had had enough, I had to sort of scoot the cat on. But no, they seem to be quite chilled. They, they cuddle up to each other now in front of the fire because they know they don't cuddle. They tolerate there's a they tolerate next to each other. They both want to be next to the fire. They've realised that they have to share it. Oh, that's so grown up of them. I know, I'm very proud of them. I, <laughs> I imagine it's because they have me as their guiding light. <laughs> I'm sure it's, it is all about you, Mariah. It's, it's all about you. Um, very good pets. I, I've never had a bad pet. Oh, I've got a bad pet. I was nervous I was going to end up with one of them cats that just started scaling the, cu the curtains. You know. But I haven't. I mean, there's still time, Gemma. You've had him for like two weeks. You watch next week, I'll be doing it. It'll be on my head. And it'll be like... Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm sure like testosterone at some point is going to do its thing. Um... So one thing that we were discussing before we started recording, yeah, and I'd quite like the laundrette's opinion on this, because my kids are pretty good, but there is one thing in our household that drives Joe and I bonkers, and you're at a different stage, so you've got bigger boys, but my kids' eating is driving us all mad. I remind everybody of <sighs> So Ned's eight... Jim's five and Jack is three and all of them ate like heroes until they're about two and a half then they became really fussy Ned was really fussy I was a really fussy eater and Ned was fussy like me he he genuinely doesn't like some stuff right okay. because he genuinely doesn't like some stuff it makes him scared to try other stuff so he puts and since yeah and but since lockdown I think he was so happy to go back to school that he's just he's completely transformed and now he eats loads so he eats stuff he tries stuff if he doesn't like it we're fine you know we're like as long as you've tried it if you don't like it it's fine but the other two they just won't eat much of anything and one day they'll like something the next day they won't like it it takes eight hours for them to eat and it's driving us all bonkers. And you were saying earlier that Ben's a grazer. Mm. And ours, ours graze. And Joe has a problem with the word no. Mm. So they'll be like, can I have a packet of bread cake? And he'll be like, yes. Even yeah. if I said, you haven't eaten your lunch, so no food until supper. I'll come downstairs and there'll be empty packets and stuff. And as you were saying, he, Ben eats well at school, right? I presume so. No one's told me otherwise. <laughs> um and so and it's the holidays you know I'm happy for that but it's the fact that Jim I know that Jim doesn't eat at school 
So I've been in contact with the school about it. Jim doesn't eat at school. Jack eats at nursery and Jack will come home and be like, I had soup. Now, if I tried to give any of them soup, Mm. um, the world would fall in. But he eats anything at nursery. But it's just, and you know, it takes hours for them to eat anything and it's a nightmare. Do you, I want want the laundrette's advice, but also, Jim, how were your boys when they were smaller? Because I'm assuming now you basically have trouble keeping enough food in the house for the older two. Yeah, so (laughs) I remember all of them, all three of them were quite good. And then they had that thing where their diet completely contracted. And I think for about 18 months, genuinely all Johnny ate was baked beans and sausage rolls. And he was the worst one. And I remember taking him to the doctors, convinced he was gonna become malnourished. Yeah, you see, Jack, Jim's vitamin D deficient, and my mum keeps saying, "Well, it's failure to thrive." Like, well, thanks. Well, I, went in, I went in really like my 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 child is just consisting on baked beans and sausage rolls, and the doctor was like a really old-fashioned GP was just so chilled out about it. He was just like, "Calories is fine. He's getting enough as long as he's getting enough calories, it's fine. Just try, just you know, don't make a big deal out of it." Mm. Um, and then eventually, I don't know whether it was just luck or what, I just didn't really have any rules about food. The only rule was that they had to at least try it. Like, And when I say try it, lick it. So I, I'm the same. I don't want to create a thing. That's why with Ned, he says he doesn't like potatoes. I know that he's trying potatoes. So I'm always like, you don't have to have it. If you genuinely don't like something, you don't have to have it. And I know you've tried it. Yeah, exactly. I think, and I think what also helps as well is like writing down. So Ben, so, so when Ben isn't at school, he doesn't eat proper meals. Like he'll have some cereal in the morning and then around about mid morning, he'll have like half a peanut butter sandwich and an apple, half an apple. And then that's like his 11s And then he'll want some lunch, which isn't really lunch at about two. And but, but in between that, he'll keep having, he'll keep grazing. And I think if you write it down what they're eating, you, you'd probably be quite pleasantly surprised about what they are. In yeah, you see, Jim's, Jim's, it's just Jim really that is my worry because I don't think he is eating enough calories and I don't think he is. There's nothing like the earlier, I was like, oh, I'm going to make a cake. I'm going to make a cake. There's loads of calorie in cake. He's going to. Um, you know, so I'm going to make, and then I was like, oh, I don't know that he'd actually eat cake. I don't know what there is that I can, do you know what I mean? And I know that it's partly a mum thing where you just want to shove them full of food. I remember Tom, when Tom was very little, he went through a really, I remember probably about 18 months, constipated stage. I couldn't work. Mm. And I found the health visitor and I was like, I can't work out. And it was because he was on semi-skim milk. I hadn't thought it through. Like he was obviously on food, so milk wasn't his main source of calories. But she was like, start giving him full fat milk, full fat yogurts, full fat milk, full fat cheese. Obviously, I was still trying to lose the baby weight, so everything in our yeah, yeah. diet. And then yeah. he went back on full fat stuff. He was regular as clockwork. I thought that was yeah. fascinating. I still, I, I can only shoot. It's, it's weird. Binding things together. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, that's given, that's, that's distracted me completely. Thanks, Jen. Um, so. <laughs> Rachel, 
And Johnny, when he was very little, only ever used to poo under a table. That's weird. In a, it was private under there? Yeah, in a nappy. He had silly nappies. He'd crawl under the table and he'd always, and, and you go, where's Johnny? Under the table. Oh, we must be doing a poo. Oh, that's so weird. Obviously he felt nice and secure under there. I'm pretty sure one of mine, I can't remember which, used to go and stand in a corner. <laughs> the thing is, though, he wasn't discriminate. He didn't discriminate against tables. He could be in a restaurant, it'd be under the table. <laughs> Any table. Any old table, he wasn't fussed. Oh. Um, so how are, they, how are they adapting to country living? Um, not great. Oh, really? Well... Yes and no. The fucking so um, almost four weeks, and I've uh, literally only just got my act together and ordered them all some wellies. Have you ordered yourself some wellies? Yes. Or silly ankle wellies? No, no. I got you know them like really nice ones that look like you could go horse riding. No. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean? They're like brown, and they're not necessarily very waterproof, but they look nice. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, okay. I just think it myself in London, walking by the river in like an old shooting jacket and my proper wellies, and you're in the middle of the mud somewhere, and you're like fancy. Yeah. What? And then I'll it's... have your wardrobe. You can have my wardrobe. I think they'll probably be fitting, fitting for where we live. Yeah. So um, you'd have to cram your feet into. The boys are, you know, they are ad adapting. Apart from last night when Johnny, we were eating dinner and, and you haven't got any curtains yet and there's just pure blackness when you look out the window. Johnny mm. said, you ever look out and expect to just see a zombie like that on the window? Yeah. <laughs> I guess night. <laughs> I never got over that. Because um, I always used to, back in the day, because um, we lived, our house was in the middle of our garden, if that makes sense. So there was garden all the way around it and back in the day before mobile phones, when we had to speak to our friends on the landline, the private landline was in my dad's office opposite a window. And I just always spent my teenage years like facing this window, expecting a scary face to pop up. But then when I moved into our house now, we've got big um, sliding doors out onto the garden and we've never got around to putting curtains up. And... I just remember sitting there amongst the boxes where we just moved, being like, I feel like I'm on telly. Because we've got neighbours, obviously, because we're in the middle of London. And when the lights were on, I was like, oh, my God, I just feel like we're literally, there's square windows and we're the television. People are just going to watch us. Now I don't care. Now I've got used to it. Like <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, now I'm like, fucking hell, if you think I'm interesting. I don't think they think we're very interesting. Rude. Yeah, so yeah, we're all right, we're all right. Um, it, it's, it's all right. I'm, I'm slowly, I said, if I said to Chippy before we started recording, I, I would took the dog for a walk, took the dog for a walk before. Yeah, um, you're getting southerner by the minute. Yeah, I took the dog for a walk before and um, I saw a lady walking her horse. And it, I was so perplexed that I actually had to stop her and ask her why. Why? Did you go really mank? I was like, why are you walking, why walking it like a dog? before we know it you'll be like i've got myself an old horse oh i know what i wanted to talk to you about do you do new year's resolutions 
do you do, do what because I think part of the reason I love this time of year have I mentioned love this time of year I think part of the reason is I start I, I have because my brain has space because I'm not working you start to think about changes I want to make and I never do new year's resolutions but I do try and kind of think about the changes I want to make because normally you know pandemic or not most people have a bit of a break over Christmas and New Year and it's one of the few times that everyone has a bit of a break if you see what I mean because if you go away for two weeks during the summer not everyone does Mm -hmm. or not everyone does at the same time whereas most people will and they all have a time off together which I think is a really good idea what? Italy. In the summer? Yeah. Those Italians know how to live. <laughs> My friend's been, she's, she went to Italy for, she's Italian, for Christmas. She keeps sending me photos. She's like, it's really cold on the beach today. It's 15 degrees. And I'm like, yeah, don't <laughs> come back here then. Um, but, uh, I yeah, so I quite like sort of the idea of being able to just think about changes I want to make for the new year Mm. um do you do that do you do that do you have a resolution I do normally but normally what I would do is it would be very fitness related so like last Christmas my resolution was to run I think it was 500 miles and I would yeah Yeah, basically but this year it's basically just to stay in I think a lot of people are like 2020 New Year's resolutions, travel more, see more friends, walk a billion miles, do eight marathons. 2021, just stay alive. Maybe, yeah. maybe put some shelves up that you meant to put up during the first lockdown, but then you didn't. Triumph going. I forgot about that. Oh, have you been doing okay, it? I need to start it again. I did it a bit and then I forgot. I just, I don't usually drink. I've just been in the world of sherry. <laughs> like like dot cotton um i should be doing my tier four triumph uh we might be doing a tier five triumph soon i just yeah i think they need to stop with the tears this time next year it'll be like we're about to go into tier 50 no i think this time next year we'll be about to go into tier 352 because they're coming up with a different tier every couple of days i think, I think the thing is if you're gonna stop schools if, if tier five is no school, mm-hmm. then they should just call it a lockdown. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like tier four is what we're in at the moment. Basically stay in your house, go outside for exercise, you know, go to school, except obviously we're not at school because it's the holidays. If you're going to close schools, that's lockdown. Yeah, I know, I know. And I, I do think they do need to close schools, I think, as much as I hate to say. Yeah, the whole thing is a nightmare. We've just got to, we've just got to hope that. I mean, I had a very positive message from my GP surgery, saying that they've done all the over eighties. They're now doing all the over seventy fives, and then they'll do all the over seventies. So it's happening. Slowly but surely. And I think if they've done all the over 80s, I think 
Well, I just don't know, actually, because that's GP surgery. But I was going to say, if they've done all the over 80s, I would have thought that that would mean they'd done the care homes in the borough. I don't know. So the care homes are being done first, I think. So um, I just hope that we're progressing, Gemma. We're just progressing towards the end. Not the end of the world. Just the end of this yeah. current pandemic. Oh, as we know it. Know it. And I feel fine. A um, um, little fun fact. When um, I did I did English A-level exam, um, I love my English A-level exam. I actually enjoyed that exam. It was fun. You're um, such a spod. I know. And it was about language acquisition and the, how new words are formed and all that sort of stuff, My the paper that I did. And um, I put, for example, new words are being coined all the time, like Tio Twarki, the end of the world as we know it. And that was my, that was my final sentence of my most favourite A-level exam. Oh. I said that, that I remember it. <laughs> I feel like we had very different experiences at school. Oh. Really like school. <laughs> I did say, I was speaking to one of the moderators from the Facebook group today and I said, I don't really go into the Facebook group and, and chat with people because I always feel like I'm like the headmistress coming into a, a room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that feeling. And, I just, and I, I, in my head, I, I feel like they all go, shh, 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 hear better. <gasps> yes, I did do my 30 minutes. Yes, I have done my 30 minutes and it's looking great. I'm not going to show photos. I don't want to make people feel bad. Yeah, it's that good. I don't want to give anybody house envy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh God, I haven't done. I haven't done my thirty minutes, Jim. What day is it today? It's Tuesday. Thank you. Bedrooms. I'm still making done that. Um, I put my um, tumble dryer is in the garage, which is not. It's across the drive. Um, and yeah. I telling my neighbour that, that, that I, I, I trip across the driveway in my smalls in the morning. <laughs> I do have a dressing gown on. Anyway, she, she obviously thinks this is hilarious. Wolf whistled at me the other day as I, and I <laughs> jumped out with <laughs> it. I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> I, lo I love your neighbour. I'm totally, I'm totally up for meeting your neighbour. I think it's hilarious because I bet you were like, oh, she whistled at me in my smalls. I wonder if she's a secret laundrette. No. Oh, well, I hope not. <laughs> no, no, because that just would make me weird. One of the reasons why I moved into the middle of nowhere is I didn't want anyone to know where I lived. Oh, but you chose to live in an attached house, a, a semi-detached house. Oh yeah, and I've been um, invest investigating who lived in the house. And yeah, quite. I found a lady. Her name, I know. Yeah, American. I know what she looked like. Um, she she um, lived here till she was seventy-five, and then and she she died. And I think it was nineteen forty-five. She died in the property. Yeah. But so many places around here got bombed, and, and I'm loving it. I've joined Ancestry.com. I've, I'm, I know every night I'm sat in front of a fire with my iPad and I'm thinking out on history. You're thinking about what? I'm geeking out on history. Ah, my Ooh. friend is a private detective, and that's and she finds people, and she she does a lot on ancestry. She can she can track people down. She found the um, missing train robber. 
you know, the great train robbery. She missed, she found the person, she tracked him down. Is that the one that Phil Collins played in the film? <laughs> I don't know, I haven't seen it. Phil Collins? Yeah, he, he played... Because at the end of it, the song they will be going loco down down Acapulco. All the money, and they go to Acapulco. If we way too long. Does he sing that? Ronnie Brick, Ronnie Biggs, Ronnie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, does Phil sing that? I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, but um, yeah, I'm getting really, really into it. It's fun. Yeah, but that's what she does. She has they they watch TV. They get into bed and watch uh, like ITV three dramas, and she's like just finding people on the internet. It's amazing. I can imagine it's quite addictive. Like Hattie Wainthrop. Yeah. Oh, that's yes. Yeah, so I was thinking that was my positive of the week. Finding out the history. Have you been saging? Oh, like a, oh, you know what? my whole way of doom? Yeah. That's where all this, the energy is centred on that particular hallway. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, the carpet up. Yeah. Right? And underneath the carpet was two loose floorboards. Yeah. And there was a hole. Like yeah. the in it, like this, trying to get his arm down there, his leg. Yeah. Pulled it up. Necklace. Oh. <gasps> And a packet of old cigarettes, empty cigarette packet. What kind of cigarettes? Players. Oh, so proper old. That's exciting. Um, so I sat there looking at the necklace. It wasn't an expensive necklace. It was like a, like a plastic necklace. Um, and, yeah, this packet of cigarettes. But it was weird that I'd felt this something coming from the, the floor. And then the cat was fiddling with it. And I was like, well, what's he doing? And then I lifted it up. So I, I One was... thing you should check, though, is um, wiring. Is there, it's, if there's, like, it could just be uh, EMF reading. Well, we are having the whole place rewired. But you can get an EMF reader, and sometimes that can make you, if there's a weird... Oh. If if there's electricity giving off, a, like if there's oh. if there's um, a fuse box or wiring, it can sometimes give off a a big electric field that can make you feel weird. Well, what's, so funny, what's funny is Ben has just basically accepted the fact that there's someone in the house. I've not even spoken to him about it. He was sat on the yeah. That, that's Ben's thing. He's in our old house. He's always he always sits in the middle of the stairs. He just likes to get in your way, right? Yeah. And then he sits on the stairs messing. And then um, Tom was throwing little bits of cling um, tinfoil at him, right? Mm. And ben didn't know it was Tom. And, and I'm in the kitchen and I heard Ben go, will you drop it? Like that. And I was like, who are you talking to? He went, oh, just the ghost. Just like he was said, oh, the dog. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what ghost? You know the ghost. And then just wandered off. And I'm like... <laughs> Derek! <laughs> Derek! <laughs> right, what's been your positive of the week then, Chips? Betwixtmas, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Um, yeah, it's my favourite time of year. 
I'm going to drink some sherry after we've recorded this. I do have to do a bit of work. But I'm going to do it in front of my Christmas tree. Yeah. Because no. it's Christmas. It's the fifth day of Christmas that true love gave to me. Etc. Gold rings. Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves. Can you do the whole lot? On the twelfth day of Christmas. Day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Fucking hell. Twelve ladies dancing. No, eleven. No, it's twelve. Eleven lords are leaping. Ten ladies dancing. Eight made nine maids are milking. Eight drummers drumming. Seven. Swans are swimming, six geese are laying, five, five gold rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. It's <laughs> <laughs> definitely going on the Christmas album. I'd also like to say, at the end of last week's episode, I got emotional. And then as we... Oh, you before, did. Um, I was like, I think I'm due on. I was correct. Yeah. I was right. <laughs> Uh, so full um, it, normal service has resumed. Got to try and time it so that every time you're about to be due on, we talk about something that makes you cry. So I stopped recording, I went, I don't know what's up with me, I think I'm about to fall on. Yeah. That doesn't happen to me. Emotionally dead inside all the way through. Right, I'm um, smoking, I need to go and put some more wood on it. Okay, stop recording. Oh, you got to say bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. We'll see you in the new year. Bye-bye. See you in the new year.